Welcome to the What Moves Her podcast, designed to give you everything you need on your path to leadership personally and professionally. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, everybody, we have an incredible guest with us today. Four years ago, she saw a gap and leaped at the chance to empower women in their journey towards leadership by founding What Moves Her. Fast forward and she's breaking barriers as the first female president and CEO of Anywhere Brands and Anywhere Advisors. Now listen, that's pretty impressive, but even more impressive is she's actually the only person to lead the combined brokerage and franchise operations for our business. She's been named the most powerful woman in real estate not once but twice by the Swanepoel Power 200 list, and she does this all while raising a teenage daughter. She's a true role model for women in our field. I'm thrilled to introduce today's guest, Sue Yannicone. Hey, so happy to be here. This is awesome. I'm so excited. It only took four years. We have a podcast, It only took four years, and I'm sitting with two other extremely influential women that are changing the face of our business and have done so for a very long time. Longer than, longer than (laughs) I care to remember. No way. Sherry and I are so excited to be co-executive chairs of What Moves Her, and it came at a really interesting time, I'll say. So let's go back to last fall. You saw a deafening silence in our industry at the leadership level. There was alleged behaviors of leaders in our industry with sexual harassment, and we are not going to dig into that story on today's show. But what Sherry and I did want to focus on was what that sparked. You know, your LinkedIn post really went viral. It got a lot of attention for having courage, and it made a big change in our industry. So what I'm hoping to just jump into is having the courage to speak up, to push and prioritize values like safety, integrity, inclusivity, Can you take us back to that moment sitting in front of your computer screen? What were you thinking? You know, what was that process like for you? Yeah, it was um, the silence was overwhelming to me and and still is, to be quite honest. Um, But, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've obviously uh, had my own share of experiences over um, the decades, whether it be in this industry or just life in general. And I felt that, you know, I had a I had the not only obligation, um, but the true kind of honor of speaking out on behalf of the women in our industry and 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 all of the great men and people in our industry that, you know, you, you what you what you sort of permit, you promote. And I think by f- this overwhelming unwillingness to stand up and just say what's right and challenge poor behavior, um, you know, somebody needed to say something. And and I'll say that I was, you know, sitting there and I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I reached out to Tanya Rue Narvaez, our chief people officer. And I said, Tanya, somebody has to say something. And I was like, I have to say something. And she said, yes, you have to say something. And I think what was so impactful was the support that I had from anywhere and from the leadership team here. Because I will say, while it is my words and my voice, it was supported by everyone in this organization and the team. And and that was really important to me. And I was just I was just proud to be able to use whatever platform I have to speak out on behalf of everyone that makes up this industry that we need to be better, like do better, demand better. And and that was just kind of what was going through my head. It was fantastic, Sue. And so many people, men and women outside of anywhere in, in my personal real estate network reached out to me and said, wow, like they had 
no idea that you were, you know, the person that you really showed yourself to be. And it made me so happy and proud that you did that as uh, as a colleague here and my boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, Sherry, that you uh, like I could get emotional thinking about it because there's a part of me that is still blown away with just how impactful it was. And I think that's important to to like spend a second on because it means not enough people do it. It should not be such a uh, monumentous moment for a leader to speak out and call out alleged behavior and things that we have seen and um, use our voice for that. And um, I, it's difficult sometimes in in leadership positions, but th- the feedback has been overwhelming. Somebody asked me, you know, what is your daughter must be so proud, right? And and you know, she's a teenage now. Um, and I said, you know, I, I think she is. I'm not sure she gets it, but I'm really hoping that the work that I'm doing makes her, when she's older, look back and kind of question why we ever had to do this. And you know, it's hard to raise a child and not want to make everything better for them in the environment. You know, it will happen and it'll happen when she's an adult and she'll praise you then <laughs> because it just, you know, it's just so overwhelming. But she'll look back and she'll be proud of what you did last year uh, for all of us. But it, it was only the beginning, wasn't it? Was it was only the beginning. That is correct. We are on a journey. And that's the key. And that was the thing that was so impressive to me because it would have been easy to say, you know what, I spoke up, I got accolades for it. I, you know, I have this platform and I I said what I needed to say. Let's continue business as usual. But immediately you sat down with Sherry and I and said, okay, actions are one thing or words are one thing. Actions are another. We need to put actions into words now. So words into actions. (laughs) Holy moly. Um, Point being is that there's a lot of work to be done. And I think one of the things that has been most impressive about Anywhere is we are constantly being recognized for best places to work for women. And, you know, we get all these great things, but it's just it's never enough. So we sat down, we said, what's next? And we've come up with the balanced blueprint, which we're working on right now. Can we talk a little bit about what your expectation is for the balanced blueprint and really turning words into action? Yeah. And it is important that it's more than just words, because it's so easy to say something. Or, well, actually, maybe we're learning it's not that easy to say <laughs> something, right? Um, but but the power is in then leveraging um, those words to drive real change in business and in industry. And when we sat down and we, we started thinking about, you know, what do we as a company have that we can leverage to bring to others? And that's our network and that's our community. And those are, you know, I, I had a number of phone calls of people who say, I want to do better. I don't know how. And I think that's where when we talk about equity and inclusion, whether it be on, you know, from a gender perspective or any others, we have to start with acknowledging that we don't have all the answers and that we have to have the difficult conversations and we have to leverage our resources to just, you know, learn and then implement. And so the balanced blueprint for me is is that. It's just what is working? Where can we help? What do we do that people can, you know, replicate or learn from to instill in their own businesses the the processes? Because part of part of what we're seeing is just 
we can have a policy. It's like words. If you don't have the right accountability behind the written word, it doesn't matter. You know, if the people are not being held accountable to upholding a code of ethics, what good is the code of ethics? And I think that's where it's so critical that we work together to understand how to take the appropriate action. What is the appropriate action? How do we put in guardrails to protect people, for a safe space to report stuff. And that goes for not just women, and, and but it's, it's for everything in the environment, because that's how we elevate and learn and do better. And I think that's, you know, where, where this can come to fruition and really drive change across the board. And with the balanced blueprint for those who don't know what it is, is a really, it's a document in motion that will continue to grow as we gather stories and information and best practices from men and women who truly believe that change is important. And with the people that Lindsay and I have talked to so far within the Anywhere family, broker owners and others that uh, truly want to share and are very passionate about it and are very grateful that there, there will be this that will continue on for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we have just such a tremendous opportunity to change the dynamic and change the landscape. And every generation and every group that comes along makes some level of progress on creating a more equitable place for all within the business and um that's just what we want to continue doing. And that's why it's a living, breathing document kind of thing. It's it, it will continue to evolve and be informed by everybody. This is not, you know, we're, we're, we're an industry dominant um, in women. Um, however, that's what makes it almost even, you know, so much more critical that we put the path and the, and the plans together to help elevate. Our industry is dominant in women, but we're still seeing, in most cases, lack of leadership at the top. I will say anywhere in our brands is very unique, right? We're the outlier. We have 50% of our executive management team women, 70% of employees globally female. A third of our franchises are women-owned. I mean, we are very fortunate that there has been a clear path for women paved to leadership. Not the case in most companies, though, right? And I think, um, you know, as you were retelling the story about the fall, Immediately, you mentioned your male coworkers being supportive. Now, you, Sherry, and I have sat on so many panels of women talking about how they don't have the fortunate circumstance that we have where we have those you know, supportive male colleagues. How do you navigate gender dynamics in real estate, whether it's at the company, within this industry? Have you faced any specific challenges due to being female? And how do you address those? Yeah, I think first I'll I'll talk a little bit about the structure and the makeup of our company and and you know it is also driven by action behind words. We have been, you know, we are a company that is focused on providing opportunities for all and putting into place things that support that across the board. It is always sort of I think it was Alex Perillo who said it to me once, you know, genius over gender. And, and it's <laughs> true because it, it truly you do have to have the right people for jobs. But the most important thing is giving everybody an equal opportunity for the opportunities. Right. And I think that's where we have been very persistent as a company 
to ensure that we are more equitable in those opportunities. And we just see the value in people. And that's from the top down. That's all of our leaders, Ryan Schneider and, and everyone. But I do think, you know, if you want to, there is uh, navigating the the gender dynamic for me, and it's different for everybody. I think it's really hard to talk it's about. personal. Because it's very personal. And it, and it comes at... It's informed by so many different things in your life. How were you brought up? What type of family environment? What, you know, what? There's just so much that goes into that sort of comfort level or discomfort or, you know, willingness to stand up. There's, there's, um, you know, an age thing that comes with that. Like I've, I remember facing in my career. I don't know. I remember feeling less less challenged as a woman, but more so due to my age over time. Like it was always I was the younger person in the room. I was often the only female as well, but I was always the youngest. And that, not anymore, but that's okay. We'll just <laughs> we'll just move on from that. But I think that's great. I'm not the only woman in the room anymore either. But we all have different things that we have to overcome in our careers and in our journey. And, you know, I think we all have our stories. But it, but it's they're uniquely impacted by your own what you come to the table with, and I think that's important because that's what makes it so complex too. I love that answer, and I'm you know you can't see us on camera right now, but I'm saying like me too. I totally resonate with that, and I do think it goes back to the way you were brought up. Also, it's part of your environment, but also part of that mindset. And I remember sitting in New York City at the Coldwell Banker Warburg event, and I was with one of our Coldwell Banker presidents, Rob Norman. And he said, it just feels like a lot of the women up here have this like sad, you know, almost chip on their shoulder that they're a woman. And like, is that how it feels? And I was like, honestly, like I don't, it doesn't resonate with me at my company at Coldwell Banker and my journey at anywhere. And I have to stop and think about how fortunate I am to have a company to work in where I don't have that like, you know, I'm, I'm the woman in the room, but I have a seat at the table and it feels equal and I feel respected and it's it's so interesting when we get outside of our little real estate anywhere bubble to see that we really do have a lot of action needed and we, there's still such a long way to go. Well, and and I'm I'm looking at Sherry and I'm thinking, you know, you were when I first came here, you were one of the only women sitting in the room, and for a long time that was your role in this industry for sure. It was Brenda you back in the day. Pack. Yeah, well, <laughs> Brenda, uh, you know, Casserly was. The, the other woman at that time. But, you know, as you're talking, Sue, it reminds me of when you started, and it's been eight years, and I remember being so happy. We didn't really know each other. We knew of each other, and I thought, wow, this is fantastic when you came in, and uh, ERA. Yes. And eight years, and um, boy, a lot has happened in that time. And, you know, for me, it's been almost 20. And what I'll say about anywhere and Realogy before that is that there's never been any judgment about gender here, ever. And yes, I was the first woman in the room or one of the only women in the room, and we don't even talk about it today. We should, though, in a positive way, talk about the statistics that Lindsay just shared, the fact that we are very woman forward and that everyone here is proud of it, men and women, employees and leaders. Yeah, it's it's amazing what and and I faced. I mean, look, I I started in commercial real estate, and that was that's was and and still is a, a very male dominated space. And um, you know, had had my own um, share, and I shared some of it in in some of the the op ed that I wrote. 
Um, but what, what's been amazing to me here as as especially out, coming out of the fall and some of the other things that we've done with launching What Moves Her and just as a company, our inclusive ownership things. You know, I just came out of a room with a number, like our entire global sales team and the number of people in that room that stood up and said how proud they are to be with us because of the leadership position we've taken, because of my standing up and using my voice on behalf of them, on behalf of their daughters, on behalf of their wives. Their ne- like That to me is um, really powerful because it's about doing what's right. And, and you know, there's, there's business value in that for sure. And we can talk about that. But, but you do also realize coming up, there were times when I and again, wrote about it like I would not have spoken out the way I have now. And and there's just part of that's um, more seasoned. I'm um, I'm a lot tougher uh, than I was. Um, don't laugh, Lindsay. I'm not no, that tough. with admiration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's you know, you also realize there's there's people counting on you. And that that's part of leadership is it's not just a nice title and and, a, a, you know, some rankings. It's about leading for change. And that's what I'm trying to do. And it's so intentional. It's, you know, everybody says it's it's the right thing to be diverse. And, you know, a lot of companies, I think, just expect it to happen organically. It is very intentional that we are attracting, promoting, you know, growing a diverse culture. And you're seeing that in the numbers and the accolades. Um, we're also seeing positive change in the industry, right? So we talked about you being named the most powerful woman leader in real estate, which must feel surreal. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> incredible, well-deserved. Twice, by the way, but it's also worth noting more women than ever earned a top spot in the list. And I think that that's something to recognize and celebrate. So let's close with this. How do you envision the future of female leadership in this industry? What do the next couple of years look like? You know, I think that the rooms will continue to look different. The people at the table are going to continue to look different. It's going to be more diverse. You're going to have more women. I think women, what's amazing is. I, I, I watch so many women now being able to choose their path. That may be a role with some big title. It may not. It may be leading like the most amazing team that you have. It's the options that should be afforded us and, and no judgment on whatever path you choose. But I see even the next generation, which is astounding to me to be talking that way, like, you know, again, but it's like being more confident in what what is being asked of and looked for and advocating for themselves. I had tremendous men and mentors in my corner. I only worked for men my whole life, right? Like, but they advocated for me and they were my mentors. And I'm hoping to be a mentor for others and teach. And I'm I'm seeing these this this generation be much more self advocating. And that's awesome. Like, that's the change. That's what begins to happen. Sue, we just love and respect you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with (laughs) us today. This was amazing. I think we'll probably have you on many times on this pod. So thank you for the first time. And um, thank you for paving a path. I mean, what moves her, what Sherry has done for this industry, it's not lost on me that I'm sitting with two people who have really completely changed the industry. So I'm grateful to both of you from the bottom of my heart. That gives me chills. Like it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around sometimes because I, I, I'm just Sue and I'm certainly when I go home, just mom. So at the <laughs> end of the day, um, thank you. Thank you guys for taking this and um, making it be more than I ever could. 
Um, I'm super excited about the path and the future, and I'm excited about where our industry is going to go. So thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more podcasts and more information, go to whatmovesher.com and be sure to subscribe. Also, follow us on Instagram at whatmovesher.com.